Hello, I hope you're living victoriously. This is your favorite Christian counselor, Crystal Ridland. In today's episode, we're going to talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, otherwise known as PTSD. What is PTSD? What are the triggers? And most importantly, how do we heal through Jesus Christ? Today's topic is going to be on post-traumatic stress disorder, otherwise known as PTSD. PTSD is an anxiety-based disorder. It's rooted in trauma. Most often, people think of PTSD as being only found in cases of combat, where people have gone off to war, which is very, very common, but they don't really consider that PTSD oftentimes originates from emotional abuse, neglect, and physical abuse, and early childhood sexual abuse. These are pretty much the conduits to um, somebody developing PTSD. The diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder can actually be hard for even a trained counselor. In fact, I remember years ago, before I went to school to be a counselor, I went to a counselor and I saw her for over a year. And I told her my history of child abuse. I told her everything about my stepfather who was an alcoholic, who was an angry, abusive man the bruises. I told her about my mother, who was a partier. She was narcissistic. She was borderline. She was very selfish. She was gossipy to other people about you, including your own siblings. And I told her about the abuse of my siblings. And yet, she never said to me, Crystal, I think you have post-traumatic stress syndrome. So I continued living with triggers. And a trigger is actually uh, something where in the present moment, our brain is interpreting a situation that is not threatening or a danger, but our brain is interpreting enough cues from our five senses that it interprets it as trauma. And so the brain basically relives the trauma in the present moment. That's why PTSD is so hard. And so a lot of times when people have severe PTSD, they may seem like they're not friendly. They may seem like they're needy. They may seem like they are avoidant. Oftentimes they have a really hard time connecting with people. In fact, what I've seen in my practice is people who have tremendous, deep-rooted trauma have a really hard time trusting God because the nature of trauma, especially when it happens in early childhood and in childhood, is that during our developmental years, that's when we learn if the world is safe or not. And based off of our experiences, we then collect data 
that allows us to have what I refer to as a learner brain or a survival brain. I didn't understand all this stuff growing up. I just remember really struggling in school. In fact, learning is still a struggle for me, but it's so much better now than it was before I started doing any of my healing work, okay? So what we're seeing is that there's PTSD everywhere. People are hurting. And what I'm seeing happen in our churches, really in our churches, is that people who have been very broken and battered walk into a church and because they don't look and act a certain way, they're judged as being not very spiritual or not mature. And how do I know this? Because I've been there. I've personally been at the receiving end of people in the church rejecting me because of my trauma that I couldn't control, that I didn't even know about. And instead of loving me to healing, I was often kept at arm's width. And that's very hurtful. In fact, I work with a lot of people who've experienced that same exact scenario in the churches. And it's not just in the churches. I imagine that people are experiencing it at schools, they're experiencing it in the workplace. But one of the places I feel like people are experiencing the most is at church. And this is partly why I do what I do. A big reason is to help people to find a place where they can bring their brokenness and be heard and be understood and be loved. Because if we are broken through relationships, which most of us are, then we're going to only find healing through positive relationships. So our brain has to get to a point where we can trust again. And oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes, it requires a God-fearing Christian who can truly love a broken soul to help them to get to a point where they can open up their heart again. And in the process of opening up their heart, they realize that they were shutting Jesus out. They were shutting God out. The only way we can heal is if we have Jesus. And we are the salt and light. We're the only people that are going to be able to lead these people to the healing power of Jesus. To healing. True, deep-rooted healing. So, Post-traumatic stress disorder is so common. You may see somebody and think that they're just quirky or they're snobby even, when in fact, at the root of it is post-traumatic stress. Since I've been a counselor, I can diagnose PTSD within, I can usually diagnose PTSD the moment I get their paperwork on the computer and I read through it. But like this is actually something that happens to me every day. If I go to, let's say, a coffee shop to get a coffee, and they make my coffee wrong, just in me saying very nicely, I'm sorry, you made my coffee wrong, I can often get an inclination if that person has been traumatized. 
So the very nature of somebody who's been traumatized will put up a guard, a defense. They may try to be like, well, I made it the way you told me to. Or they may get upset rather than just saying, oh, okay, no problem. Let me remake that for you, right? So what I used to do is I would get pretty irritated with those people, and I'm sure you probably do too because it comes across as very rude, very arrogant, very unfriendly, very unprofessional. And yet I know that pretty much nine times out of ten, their reaction is due to the past when they have endured situations where they've done something wrong and it's not gone well. They've been either emotionally, physically abused because of that situation. So PTSD, how do you know if you have PTSD? How do you know if you're having a trigger? Let me share with you just for a few minutes a little bit about my understanding um, and what I know about PTSD. First of all, PTSD will have flashbacks, nightmares. You will have panic symptoms, if not full-blown panic attacks when you are in certain environments that you may or may not know come from past difficult situations. An example is, um, let's say somebody had a trauma and they had somebody airlifted in a helicopter that they loved. And at that moment, they didn't know if they would ever see that person again. The next time, regardless of whether the person in the helicopter lives or dies, it's such a scary moment. It's overwhelming to the senses. The brain is acting so quickly for survival that it doesn't have time to properly file away what they're feeling, what they're seeing, and what they're experiencing. So things are happening too fast and too soon for them to be able to process it and naturally breathe. So it is very, very, very common for after these situations to happen where if somebody hears a helicopter flying overhead, they go into full panic mode. Their brain hears the helicopter and immediately is triggered and sends out a rush of cortisol, a rush of adrenaline because our brain is just a brain. And so they, how do you, that's how you know if you have a trigger. That's how you know if you have PTSD. If you have, um, for example, what was happening to me was I went to, this is how I diagnosed myself with PTSD. I went to the counselor who did not know that I had PTSD, even though it was so obvious. And I ended up diagnosing myself in a group process class because there was some person in my group who was extremely aggressive and her eyes got beat red when she started talking and she was loud and she was forceful and she shut me down every time and I started paying attention to the people around me in the group they didn't like this person but they didn't have this great trigger either. They didn't want to hang out with her, but they weren't scared at their core. I was scared at my core. I avoided her like the plague to a point that at one point I ended up, she was talking and she was animated and she was angry and she moved her hand in such a way and she was sitting next to me 
And I, my brain, even though she was just talking to her hand, her hand moved close enough to my face that my brain thought she was going to hit me in the face. And at that point, I completely shut down. And I ended up walking out of the classroom, hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. I was shaking. My professor walked out after me and she said, Crystal, what's going on? For the first time in my life, I had somebody force me, not force me, but gently ask me in a calm way, what are you experiencing? What's going on inside? And I said, I'm a child and I'm being pushed in a corner and I can't get away. And I'm being hit and I'm being shoved and there's spit going into my face. That's how close people would scream in my face and the spit would just land in my face. And I'm like, and I'm trapped and I can't get away. And she said, take a deep breath. And then she asked me to do the scariest thing. She said, you need to go in and you need to tell her how she's making you feel. She needs to hear it as much as you need to say it. I thought to myself, has this woman lost her ever living mind? There is no way I'm going in there and facing this. So I asked her, I was trying, you know, even though I was very overwhelmed with my trigger, I asked my professor, will I fail if I don't? My professor looked at me and she said, you won't fail, but you will never be the Christian counselor that God needs you to be. She's not angry with you. You haven't done anything to her. She's angry with all of the people from her past that have hurt her. And she's just taking it out on the people around her. She's like, you need to heal and you need to learn to confront. And she needs to learn the impact that she's having on you. So she could have said I would have failed and I would have been happier with her answer than I wouldn't be the counselor that God wanted me to be. So the next day, well, I did. I went and talked. I ended up saying and confronting in a normal manner. I wasn't, I couldn't yell, right? It was in the public place. I was going to school to be a Christian counselor. And so for the first time in my life, I stood up to somebody who was mistreating me. And it was terrifying and it was scary. And in fact, it wasn't received great, but I learned that I survived and I lived. And God sent me through a series of events after that where he had me learn to stand up for myself before I would just shut down and I would get all passive aggressive and angry and hurt. Friends, this is PTSD. There's all different types of PTSD. There's relational PTSD. There's childhood PTSD. There's car accidents, serious traumatic incidences where somebody almost dies or dies. There's combat PTSD. PTSD is rampant and it is all around us. So if you are struggling with anything similar to what we're talking about, flashbacks, nightmares, hypervigilance, 
avoiding anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, fear, tremendous anxiety about going places or being near anything that reminds you of something from your past, I want to encourage you to seek out a Christian counselor, somebody who really knows about PTSD, who specializes in trauma, because I have gotten my life back since I have started processing the pain of my childhood, the brokenness. I used to live every day with triggers, every day. I, I was so guarded, but God has done a healing work in me where I still occasionally get triggered because I am human and my abuse was pretty ingrained in me in my developmental years and even now, if I'm around my family, they're still very, my extended family, they're still very, very abusive. Um, so I can still get triggered, but I know better how to handle it when it happens. I know how, what's happening. I can connect it to the things in my past that caused it. And it happens very rarely now, whereas I used to live very guarded and I didn't even know how to have relationships. I didn't really trust anybody. So, there is a great possibility for healing. No matter what your trauma is, somebody who specializes in trauma, I encourage you to find a Christian counselor because if a Christian counselor is connected with the Holy Spirit, they're going to lead you through healing in a process like the Holy Spirit would. They're not going to take you to it too fast and overwhelm you. They're going to be listening to God, who's telling them exactly what you need to heal. And God, he never overwhelms us in a way that we can't handle. He's never going to push us past the point of our ability to cope. He challenges us, and a good Christian counselor will challenge you too. But trust me, the healing work is hard. But the lifelong living with PTSD is way worse trust me okay so if you guys have any questions about ptsd about trauma please email me victorious living christian counseling at yahoo.com also you can i'm starting a new youtube channel and it's um i'll let you know more information about that in the coming um weeks and I also wanted to tell you, next week, I have a special treat. So I want to prepare you for it because I am excited. So June Hunt, who is a biblical counselor, famous biblical counselor, I may add, she is the owner of Hope for the Heart and Hope in the Night. And that's a radio program that's based out of Texas, but it's aired all over the nation where she talks to people on the radio waves and counsels with them through that means. She's got, I don't know how many, maybe like a hundred or more books that is in print all around the world. In fact, I have a whole shelf of her books here. She's literally one of my greatest heroes in the world. Her heart is so genuine. She loves God and she is one of the, she is probably the wisest woman I've ever met in my life. So don't miss that, okay? That's going to be next week, I believe, and Thursday and Friday. So she's going to be on two days, 
One day we're going to be talking about domestic violence and spiritual abuse. And the next day, she's actually going to share her story, her testimony, and how she ended up getting to a place where she is today. And, and she's doing that in celebration of Women's Month. So don't miss it. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. I will admit I'm a little nervous. So if you guys can be praying for me that my heart will be calmed. Um, this is a big moment for me as a clinician. And um, I'm super excited and I'm so honored that she's willing to do this for me. So don't miss it. It's going to be next week. And when it's all done, I will post the links on uh, my podcast. So thank you guys. God bless. If you have any questions, email me at victoriouslivingcounseling at yahoo.com. And if you have any other, like, if you want me to talk about something in particular that you're struggling with, just shoot me an email. I won't, I promise I won't use your name or any identifying information, but I will try in the next month or so to get that topic up on the air so that you can hear that. Okay? God bless. You guys have a wonderful day.